Good morning, church family. My name is Katherine Barnes. Welcome to Guys in First United Methodist Church. Here are our weekly announcements. Today, the children and the youth are going to get together upstairs in the gym and watch the Super Bowl. There's going to be food and fun and fellowship. Hope to see you all there at 530. This Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, February the 13th, is our Sumatonga workday. The shifts are from 9 to 12 and 12 to 3. Please go online and sign up for your shift so we'll know how much lunch to order for everyone. This week on Wednesday, our kids and our youth are going to have Valentine's parties and get together and have so much fun on Wednesday, um, February the 10th. We'll, the youth will be in the gym and the children will be in room 108. And then next Sunday, February the 14th, we will return to in-person worship. We'll still have online services. You can still watch it on the computer. However, we will have the church open so that you can come in and join us as well here in the sanctuary. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for our time together. We thank you for our being able to worship and come together with fellowship and community. God, we thank you for our friends and our family, our church family. We thank you for our healthcare workers and the sacrifices that they are making to help and better, better our community. God, please be with us today and the rest of this week. Please be with Andy as he gives the scripture and preaches the word today. Be with our children and our community and our family and our friends. In your name I pray. Amen. I invite you to sing with us this morning hymn 577, God of Grace and God of Glory, as we stand.
Would you join us in the Apostles' Creed, the affirmation of faith? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. So we have a treat for you this morning. Um, I don't know if you know this watching at home, but we have the, uh, an awesome, awesome mission team here at the church. And every year they do so much for Stripland Elementary right down the street. Uh, but it's AB honor roll time. And uh, I just want to show you the awesome stuff that our missions team and our church family has been doing for Stripland. Here we have a uh, video, video for you. about you, but I'm so excited that our church family is a part of that and helping with Striplin. Remember to keep that school in your prayers, all the teachers, uh, all the staff over there. Awesome, awesome job. We love that school. Um, wanted to let you know you can continue to give online to our church uh, so we can continue to do awesome ministries like that. Um, you can mail in a tithe. You can text to give. Uh, you can also give on the church website. But most excitingly, we're going to be back here next Sunday. That makes me happy, JT. Benny, does that make you happy? Benny talks about it every week. He can't wait. He can't wait. So uh, next week again, we will be in person. Uh, during this prayer time, uh, because for some of you, this might be your last week you watch online because you're going to start coming back in person, I have a request from you this morning. Would you type something in the comments right now, something that you are thankful for? Uh, let's give thanks to God this morning. Uh, when I was, I worked at Southside Methodist, I was serving over there for a couple of years, and they would actually do prayer concerns in the church service. Um, people would raise their hand and say who they wanted to pray for, but 
before that, we'd often say, before we do that, let's all give a praise. So I'm asking you, would you type something in, something you're thankful for? And it could be something silly. You could say, I'm thankful that it's Super Bowl Sunday and I get to have chicken wings. Whatever it might be, we all have things uh, that we are thankful for. I'm also thankful that we have Catherine Barnes as our children's director. She is doing an awesome, awesome job. As you're typing those thankful uh, things in, I wanted to share with you uh, George Fant, uh, a friend, he, he sent me this, and I don't know if you'll be able to see it on the camera there, but uh, it's a cartoon, and it says, one guy over here with a negative mindset is saying, we only live once. A person with a positive mindset is saying, wrong, we only die once. We live every day, and an awesome, awesome day to be alive and to celebrate what God is doing. Uh, it's an awesome day to be alive. So go ahead and write what you're thankful for, and also uh, write in the prayer concerns, those concerns you have um, for those that are sick, for those who are battling something. And let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Loving God, we, we pray that the tithes and the offerings that are given will be used for your kingdom to do great work in this community and around the world. Loving God, we lift up right now all of those uh, that we know that are hurting, that are sick, those that are battling COVID. Uh, we lift up the healthcare workers. We pray that you will uh, give them strength, give them energy. Um, we pray for all of us who sometimes don't know how to serve, don't know what to do, but we want to help others, God. We pray that you will help us be your hands and feet in this community. And loving God, when we sometimes don't have the words to say, we are reminded of the prayer that you taught us. Join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Aren't you all so thankful for uh, Benny and JT and then our awesome, awesome media team? And you don't get to see the media team, but they work so hard to make sure that you can watch this service online. Again, next week we will be here in person, uh, but you can continue to join us online if that's how you prefer to join us. Uh, Last week, Pastor Sam was uh, preaching from Mark 1, and he talked about Jesus casting out uh, an evil spirit in the temple, right? Somebody that had an evil spirit. So Jesus, in our passage today, we're continuing on further in Mark 1. Jesus is still out in the community healing people in this passage. Um, But there's a couple of things before I jump right into it that I wanted to point out. Um, First, we're going to be talking about Simon's mother-in-law. And one of the first things that I noticed is Simon really liked his mother-in-law, which JT sometimes is rare. Sometimes people don't like their mother-in-law, but Simon loves his mother-in-law. I don't know. That stuck out to me. Um, And a couple of Simon's friends, they're all together, uh, and and they're Jesus' disciples, and they they get Jesus and say, hey, Simon's mother-in-law's sick. We need your help. That sounds a lot like what we do as a church family, doesn't it? We get together with our friends and and we seek Jesus and say, Jesus, will you help our friend? And that's exactly what they do here. Um, So I'm going to read this passage. um, And you are going to love the mother-in-law in in this story and watch what she does after she's healed. Um, I've read Mark 1 several times in my life, but I've never really noticed Simon's mother-in-law before. I've kind of skipped over her. Um, But I'm using a curriculum with our youth on Wednesday nights Uh, It's on the uh, United Methodist Discipleship page. Uh, That's where I kind of got some of this idea from is um, they really paused and focused on the mother-in-law. And I'm so thankful uh, that I was able to do that with the youth this week um, because I've skipped over it so many times. So let's read Mark 1, 29 through 37. After leaving the synagogue, Jesus, James, and John went home with Simon and Andrew Simon's mother-in-law was in bed, sick with a fever. They told Jesus about her at once. He went to her, took her hand, and he raised her up. The fever left her, and she served them. That evening at sunset, people brought to Jesus those who were sick or demon-possessed. The whole town gathered near the door. He healed many who were sick with all kinds of diseases. He threw out many demons. But he didn't let the demons speak because they didn't recognize him. Early in the morning, well before sunrise, Jesus rose and went to a deserted place where he could be alone in prayer. Simon and those with him tracked him down. When they found him, they told him, everyone is looking for you. Let's pray. Loving God, I pray that through this passage, through this story of healing, that you will speak to us. Um, I pray that you will encourage us, lift us up, build us up to serve. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So the mother-in-law, the passage in Mark doesn't even give her a name. It just calls her Simon's mother-in-law. All we know about her is that she had a fever. I don't know about you, y'all that are watching, but I've had a fever before, and it's terrible. I absolutely hate it. When I had COVID a while back, I had a fever for 10 days. Now it's completely miserable. JT, you've had a fever before? It's no fun. It's no fun at all to have a fever. And in this story, she wouldn't have had Tylenol, Benadryl, none of these things. And I imagine this fever could have been life-threatening. And I know that these disciples wanted to see her healed, so they go and get Jesus. 
Uh, at Mosaic, uh, on Tuesday nights, it's not really me preaching, it's more of a discussion. And on Tuesday, we talked about this passage, right? And the conclusion that a lot of us came to is, yes, they wanted her healed, but we also thought, were they thinking, we want her healed before everybody else, because she makes the best food in town. I don't know. That's one of the things we thought about. We don't know why, but she's going to get healed before the others in the community. Um, so Jesus takes her by the hand, and she is healed. What's the first thing that you do when you get better from being sick? Maybe it's recovering from an injury or when you've had a fever. The first thing I'm going to do when I am better from being sick is I'm going to take a nap or I'm going to go out to eat, right? Those are the two things that I would want to do when I first start feeling better. Not the mother-in-law. As soon as she gets better, immediately she starts serving. She starts serving. There's many other people that are healed in this passage. It says people start coming to the door to be healed by Jesus. We don't know what they did afterwards. We don't know. Some of them may have just said, thank you, Jesus, and then gone about their day. But no, the mother-in-law, she served. She served right away. And I wonder what she did when it says that she served. Thinking it was probably a meal. It sounds like she made the best meal in town and it's when, as soon as she was better from that fever, she starts cooking and she whoops up the best meal that they can have. Maybe she washed the clothes of Jesus and the disciples so they can go serve more in the community. Maybe she served by giving encouraging words to Jesus and the disciples. Maybe one of the ways she served is she ran out in the community and said, hey, Jesus is here, come and get healed. We don't really know exactly what she did, but we know that she served at youth group on Wednesday, we talked about this very story. Um, we talked about how amazing it was. Again, they think her serving was probably cooking. But I asked them, I said, have you ever known someone that uh, if they're sick or injured, the second they're feeling better, they're serving right away? And this is what the teenagers said. They said moms. That's what they said. They said moms. They said women and moms, as soon as they are better, they start helping and serving right away. No wasted time. Dads, men, we've got work to do apparently. Because <laughs> the teenagers said women serve right away when they feel better. Um, and I also asked this question, was this natural for her? Was she a natural servant? Was she serving all the time? Or was it just after Jesus healed her? I begin to think, I wonder if this woman, the mother-in-law, was just a servant at heart and always, always doing good for others. That's my guess. Um, she was thankful for what God had done. Maybe she was like many of us, and she didn't know how to serve except for to bring food, right? I can remember there was tornadoes that happened in our county a couple years ago. It was actually in Southside, terrible tornadoes, and there's people coming with big equipment trucks, huge chainsaws, and they're asking people, what can you do to serve? I have no uh, skill in that. JT does. I mean, he knows how to do all that. I could run to Jack's and get food for the workers. I could help set up a church to prepare food for people. And that's what this mother-in-law did. She served. She served the way that she knew how to. I know some of you are watching at home and thinking, I'm, I'm thankful for what God has done in my life, but I don't know how to serve. I'm stuck at home. I'm worried to get out with COVID or, or I'm a shut-in. We all have the ability to serve. Uh, I've known many folks who are stuck at home and they write cards to people. 
which is an art that people my age oftentimes don't do. So um, you can write cards, you can give someone a phone call, you can read through the church prayer list and pray for the folks in need of prayer. There's many things that we can do, no matter who you are, where you are, we all have the ability to serve. I would say that the best way to say we are thankful for what God has done is to serve others, right? That God wants us to serve others. Those people that God says are my beloved children, God wants us to serve and to help others. That's the best way to show we are thankful. I ask you, are you thankful for what God has done? How can you show you are thankful? Who can you serve? Even if things aren't going great for you, can you at least think of one thing that you're thankful for? If you can think of that one thing, go and serve. Be thankful. She was sick with a fever. uh, And I bet because she was sick with a fever, she knew how terrible it was, right? So those other people that start coming to the door for healing, she wants them to have that same relief. She knew how bad it was. She's, I'm sure, in my mind, she's jumping up and down. She's so excited that other people in the community are getting healed. She knew the pain of that. When I thought about it, and I thought about her, and I thought about some of the stuff we've been through in life and serving, uh, the mess that we have been through in life, right? Some of it has been health problems or tragedies or addiction, uh, struggles. Some of these things are things we've brought on ourselves, and sometimes it's just things from living in the world that bad things happen, right? Those things that have made us stronger, those things that we have made it through, May those help us grow, and may those things help us to serve others. May we be thankful that we've made it through what we've made it through, and may we want to bless others who might be going through that same thing. I also know that this woman was part of a bigger picture. Her serving the disciples and Jesus goes beyond just that one night, doesn't it? Because there's churches all around the world that are talking about this passage today and talking about how she served. She was part of a bigger picture. And when I think about serving being part of a bigger picture, those of you who know me know that um, I have to have a McDonald's dollar drink every day. (laughs) Recently, I was at the 12th Street McDonald's, got my dollar drink, and somebody bought it for me. That person was part of a bigger picture because then I bought for the person behind me and these small acts of kindness change things, right? They change things. They inspire people. They create change in the community. I can remember when Jen and I were young. uh, We we were married and just Afton was little and we were, I mean, she was probably six months old, I would say. She's in a high chair and we're eating at a restaurant in Florida. There's an older couple sitting across the way They said to us, we paid your bill because we remember what it was like to be a young married couple with a child. How inspiring was that? How big is that? It's a bigger picture because I'm still talking about it today, 15 years later. Sometimes that smile that our, our, our mission team gives when they hand out food at the ladle of love, it's a part of a bigger picture, right? When we go and work at Camp Sumatanga next Saturday, which you can still sign up to do that, when we go work at Camp Sumatanga, we're cleaning up a trail or a cabin, we think, okay, I'm doing a small act of service. But how many lives will be touched, right, by that facility? How many kids will go to camp and have a great place to worship, to grow, because of what you did? 
So may we be thankful for what God has done in our lives, and may we show that we are thankful by serving others. I just also want to say this, that when I think about serving, there has been those times in my life where uh, I'm still battling with uh, maybe emotional scars or uh, needing healing from something, right? You're, you're needing healing from something in your life, and uh, you're sometimes so focused on yourself, and the best thing you can do to start that healing process is to serve others. When we can say, I'm not going to focus on my own needs today, just for, just for maybe even an hour. I'm going to serve other people. To me, that's always helped in the healing process. So our challenge today is may we go and serve and be thankful. May we be thankful. Did you notice in this passage too, we didn't talk about it much, but Jesus heals this woman, then Jesus heals more people in the community, then Jesus goes and rests, right? After Jesus gets a rest, the disciples find him, and guess what they're going to go do? They're going to go serve more. So may we do the same thing. May we serve May we rest and may we serve again. Let us be thankful and let us serve. Let's pray. Loving God, sometimes we don't even feel like we have any ways we can give or any ways we, serve, we can serve. Help us to be creative. Help us to find small ways to do nice things for our neighbors, those we come across, at, those we meet at Walmart or wherever it is that we are. Help us to serve. Help us to be the hands and feet of Jesus everywhere we go. God, we have so much to be thankful for. As we are thankful, may we show our thankfulness by loving your children. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Would you sing our closing hymn with us? It's Here I Am, Lord, hymn number 593.
I didn't preach long, and that's because you have homework before the Super Bowl, okay? I challenge each one of us to go and serve. It could be something small. It could be something big. You got a little bit of time before the Super Bowl. Do something really awesome for somebody else. Maybe it's just a phone call. May we all be thankful and go and serve just like Simon's mother-in-law. Go in peace.